You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast, and I'm coming to you again with a word from the Lord from Psalm 119. And I'm reading to you from the Passion Translation. And I want to go back to verse 8 for just, let's do 7 and 8 for just a second. It says, I will give thanks to you from a heart of love and truth. And every time I learn more of your righteous judgments, I will be faithful to all that your word reveals. So don't ever give up on me. You know, we know that scripture says that the Lord will not leave us or forsake us. But have you ever considered that the Lord won't give up on you? says in scripture that the gifts and the calling of God are irrevocable. He might uh, he might let someone else accomplish the purpose for which he sent you forth because you didn't choose it, but he's not going to take it away from you if you pursue it. And so I want to um, I want to just encourage you that God hasn't given up on you that as you learn about, his commandments, as you learn from his word about him, who he is, what he requires, what he prescribes as a right way to live, that if you go to him in thanksgiving for that truth and you are faithful to all that has been revealed to you through his word, he won't give up on you. That's a powerful truth to grab a hold of, don't you think? Today we're going to be reading through Verses 9 through 16. Verses 9 through 16. And um, I just want to highlight which letter of the Hebrew alphabet this stanza of verses represents. This eight stanza section represents the Hebrew letter Beth. Think of Beth El, meaning house of God. The, the subtitle that Psalm 119 is given into the Passion Translation is True Joy. Verse 9. How can a young man stay pure? Only by living in the word of God and walking in its truth. I have longed for you with the passion of my heart. Don't let me stray from your directions. I consider your prophecies to be my greatest treasure. Do you consider the prophecies of God to be your greatest treasure? treasure. Because scripture is full of the prophecies of God. But what about those rhema words he speaks to your heart as you're reading? Those things that you drop that become personal to you. What about the words of encouragement that other people give you that call out the greatness in you in your life? Do you treasure those prophecies that are spoken over your life? If we believe what Jeremiah chapter 1 and verse 5 says, God has a plan for your life that was written before you were born. He ordained you for a life before you were ever born. He called you to a specific purpose before you were ever born. And Psalm 139 says, He has written a book about your life. There is a prophetic declaration in a book, in the form of a book, 
that is written about your life in the heavenly realm, that God is leading you to unfold and discover every day that you live your life. Can I be honest with you? As a personal coach and, and, and as a ministry leader, I have struggled with staying on purpose. I know my purpose. <clears throat> I understand what God is asking of me. But I have struggled to stay on the plan, if you understand what I'm saying. That's why I've, I've started using what I call a visual planner and journal, which is a legacy building tool. And it, it's a legacy building tool and a life experience tool. It's something that you can record the days of your life in and keep track of the things that are going on as well as document the prophecies and the words from God that you're getting the the way he's speaking to your heart and so I want to encourage you to find a way find something that works for you that allows you to draw up the great treasure of the prophecies and those words that have been written about you before you were ever born and fulfill that purpose and that destiny and that calling that's in your life because of those words. You know, Bill Johnson, who is a pastor that I, I admire and I honor, um, I learn a lot from him. I've discovered a lot about what God says about me through his teaching. And he says that he keeps the recorded testimonies that he has where he recorded somebody speaking over him. He, re he keeps those testimonies in his phone and he runs them in his iPod just like he runs his music. And so he'll be driving down the road listening to worship music and then uh, one of the prophecies will pop up and he reminds himself of the prophecies. When he's in a season when he's struggling, he has books and, and index cards with his prophecies written on him with these words of declaration. He says he keeps them in his iPad. He keeps them in his phone. He keeps them where he can find them. Have you treasured up the prophecies of God and memorized them and let them be written upon your heart? You know, in the New King James Version, it says, Your word I have hidden in my heart that I might not sin against you. I memorize them and write them on my heart to keep me from committing sin's treason against you. His words are prophecy. Jesus, it says in Revelation uh, 19 that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Have you kept the testimony of Jesus's work in your life? Do you treasure it? Have you written it on your heart and memorized it in such a way that it keeps you from going back to that pit of sin that he pulled you out of? Come on, this is good. My wonderful God, you are to be praised above all. Teach me the power of your decrees. A declaration is something you hear from God and you make because you're confident in what he's saying. A decree is a... A decree is a declaration with the power of God on it. Do you understand what I'm saying? So we make a declaration by faith. We make a decree 
because we believe that God is speaking it in the moment, that it's a command to the moment. It, God's decree will reorder and realign things back to his purpose and his will. So a declaration is something that I have faith in God to fulfill. A decree is something that I feel like he is commanding in, a moment, in the moment to bring back alignment to what he is talking about. His decrees are found in scripture. His decrees are found in the person of Jesus Christ. And by extension, the person of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you. I speak continually of your laws. Do you talk about scripture and recite out loud your counsel to me? Are you reminding yourself of the word of God? I find more joy in following what you tell me to do than in chasing after all the wealth of the world. What brings you joy and what steals your joy by that, for that matter? Seek first the kingdom of God. We talked about it before. Matthew 6, 33. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. When we seek first God's kingdom, it brings us joy. But it also adds all the things we would worry after in the world to us. Verse 15, I set my heart on your precepts and pay close attention to all your ways. My delight, my delight, I delight myself, is found in all your laws and I won't forget to walk in your words. Do you love scripture? Do you love the word of God? Do you love knowing him? See, scripture is the primary way that we have of knowing God. We can't know him apart from it. It's his mind revealed to us. And we can't trust anything we hear out here kind of extemporaneously if we haven't confirmed his word in our heart. If we haven't written his word on our heart, there's nothing to test it against. Do you understand? I set my heart on your precepts and pay close attention to all your ways. I set my heart on the things that you say are right to do. And I'm paying close attention to what you're telling me and what you are showing me I need to do. See, there is this, this idea contained in these scriptures that this is how we live. This is something we see. This is something we hear. This is something we do. Do you understand? Jesus said, you need spiritual eyes to see and spiritual ears to hear. Do you understand? Paul wrote about it in Ephesians as well. He prayed that your, the eyes of your heart and the ears of your heart would be open to receive. Jesus said, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. He who has eyes to see, let him see. There is a spiritual way of hearing and seeing and receiving the word of God. Jesus only did what he heard and he saw his father doing. Are you asking for spiritual eyes to see, spiritual ears to hear, that as you read through scripture, are you looking for the intersection into your life? 
because the word of God will change you. It will change your life. It's a transforming power. We get renewed by the transformation of our mind and we get and, and our minds are renewed by the washing of the water of the word. I think this is where I'm going to stop today. My delight is found in all your laws and I won't forget to walk in your words. Have you been in scripture enough that you won't forget to walk in it? This is the heart of discipleship, my friends, and it's where we need to be. So let me pray for you. Father God, I pray that each person within the sound of my voice would set their heart on your precepts and pay close attention to all your ways. They would be pursuers of holiness and righteousness, that their delight would be found in your scriptures, in your laws, and they would not forget to walk in your word, Jesus Christ. I honor you today, God, and I thank you. I thank you for fresh revelation and fresh truth today. I thank you for the, the promise of declaration and the power of decree. And I pray you would raise us up, mighty warriors and intercessors, mighty people of God who speak truth and live truth and pursue holiness and seek first your kingdom and your righteousness. And we would find in our testimony that all the things that we desire in life would line up with your heart's desire for us and be added to us as we pursue you. And I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all the time that we have for today. I want to encourage you. Step out by faith. Step into the scriptures. Read them for yourselves. Let God and His Holy Spirit teach you and remind you and convict you. Practice First John 1, 9 daily. Keep your heart pure before Him. And don't allow yourself to wander into the old pattern because the old man is dead if you are in Christ. And I want to ask you today, who does Christ want to be in you? Right now we're doing a mid-year reset workshop and that runs for six weeks. Um, what is the plan that God wants to map in your life in this season? Start writing these things down. What are the prophecies and the promises that have been spoken on, over you? Write them down. There's something about the act of taking a pen and a piece of paper and writing them down. That's why I have a visual planner and journal. And if you'd like to learn more about that, go to facebook.com about Blooming Inspired. Find the link to the visual planner journal free workshop on there. Or better yet, go to my website, bloominginspirednetwork.com. Sign up for the free emails. And, and when you sign up, I will add that visual journal workshop this week to your welcome email. Would love to hear from you. Email admin at bloominginspirednetwork.com or you can DM us again, facebook.com forward slash bloominginspired. We're also on Instagram at bloominginspired and on Twitter at bloominspirednet. Until next time, I want to remind you as I always do, blooming where you're planted is the first step to living your wildest dreams. So live your life blooming alive. Thank you for listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast on the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. This show airs Tuesdays and Thursdays, 11 a.m. Central Time. Please take a moment to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can also learn more about this podcast, its network, or the ministries of Blooming Inspired Network by visiting bloominginspirednetwork.com and clicking the podcast link at the top of the page.